0: This is the Ryder and Lisa
1: podcast brought to you by Yegg
2: Property Pros powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. This morning, the train tried to get me. Mm.
1: Like just do what it's supposed to do.
2: Yeah. At inconvenient times. Always.
1: I had two of them today. I hit the LRT.
2: Oh, no. On 67th.
1: And, and then, then the I hit the train. Yeah.
2: So you got to work before me. And
1: Still, even with both those trains, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. But the train tried to do it again. So obviously it does that thing where it stops, and then it backs up, and then it goes forward, and then it backs up. So annoying. So, I'm driving, and all of a sudden, the arms start to light up. You know, Mm-hmm. one of the most infuriating things to see in front of you. So what did I say? Not today, bitch! And And went for it? I hit the gas. And I was like, fast and furious. Like, call me Vin Diesel. This is... I don't
1: think we should be talking about this. I don't think you should be... But I made it. Yeah, that's good. I'm happy you made it. We're all happy you made it. The
2: arms hadn't gone down yet, though. It was just the flashing lights. So they were just about to go down, and I was like... But I said that. That was my quote as I dove in the air. Like, honestly... I hydroplaned. I did.
1: Like you jumped over. Yeah, the... like my
2: car like lifted. I think. At least that's what it felt like.
1: Like this sounds incredibly dangerous. Um, is this
2: a story you would keep to yourself? Because it's
1: kind of cool. N- I don't. I, yeah, I think I might tell like people in person. I don't know if I'd go to the radio with it. Okay. Because it is illegal.
2: No, no, no. The arms weren't down yet. Doesn't matter. They were just flashing.
1: The law says that if the lights are blinking, you have to stop and make sure that you're safe to go.
2: Yeah, they, the law also says that you yield all hours of the day, but I disagree. Like, yeah,
1: like there's going to be cops here soon that want to speak with no. you. Your license should be revoked.
2: No, I have a great. I have a great. You're uh, taking I like all my demerits. Yeah, you don't want the Wait, demerits. Sorry, I don't have. Demerits.
1: You're using yield signs as suggestions and jumping railroad tracks as the arms are coming down and bragging about it.
2: I have um, a higher up license than you. You never got your GDL.
1: I do now. No, you don't. Yeah, they got rid of the other option, so everybody got it now.
2: Well, that's silly. You should have to take a test. You should be able, you should try to
1: it's stupid. do the in test. It's stupid. In Saskatchewan, you didn't have to do the second test. You should have to do the second test. Why? What has it taught you? Jumping railroad tracks and bragging about it. Talking about hydroplaning, saying, "Well, what was the quote again? Not today, b****. You can't. This is at five in the morning when people are peaceful, getting coffee. There's no one around. It's holidays. Like, just chill the hell out. You h- hurry here so you can what?
2: Get through life faster.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to get through life a lot faster if you keep jumping railroad tracks when the lights are on. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how dangerous is what Lisa's little rant here this morning was? The,
2: the red lights were flashing. The arms were still <laughs> up. Right
1: up. Do you know there's a lot of tracks where there aren't arms? Now and so when the red lights are flashing, that means there's a train. Where's and It, that? it could mean really close. Yeah, like the LRTs. Well, yeah, I stopped They don't, for the don't LRT. even. They don't even have the arms now. I promise. Some I of the st- spots.
2: I promise. I always stop for the LRT. In fact, Ooh. I had a. Ca- I saw a car not stop yesterday, and I was I was mad. I was like, "Grow up."
1: Meanwhile, you're drifting over tracks.
2: Richard on the text line with her skills, not at all dangerous.
1: Mm, you should drive with the rich. Okay. What kind of skills are we talking Rider, about here?
2: If we did a driving test, oh, I would bet every crap. I would bet my house on it. Good luck in a traffic circle. No problem. You close your eyes and hope for the best. You have no idea what to do in a traffic circle. No blinker on. Not looking to the left or the this right. This is just an on.
1: No, no, no. no. This is an ongoing joke you have. You it's think it's hilarious.
2: Ryder panics.
1: If, why don't we go get Grant right now? He's driven with bro, both of us a lot. Go get him. Fine.
2: Perfect, I'll be waiting right here. Okay. Unless he's on air, don't bug him if he's on air. I can guarantee it's like you. It's relationship with Grant. But, it, just you wait and see. Just you wait and see. Just you wait and see. When he comes in here and I bring up traffic circles, he's gonna be like, yeah, Ryder sucks. I'm a good driver. Parallel parking? Maybe not so much. We Let's not bring that up. Is he here?
1: Yeah. Hello. Hi. I'll let you ask the question. Okay. Okay. Simple.
2: Who do you trust more when they're driving you around the city? <laughs> let, now, take into consideration traffic circles, please.
0: Um, well, there's only like two traffic circles in the city. So yeah,
2: they're important though. <laughs> I they take go, you downtown.
0: I have to go with Ryder. What? Just because I've you seen you. Him.
2: You paid him in the hallway. I didn't even tell him what the question was. I didn't
0: know what I was walking into. I, it is a trick question, but I, I've seen you yelling at people. It's a little scary.
2: Oh my
1: God. <laughs> the She's, road rage. She was bragging about like jumping the train tracks
2: <laughs> this <did>. morning. <laughs> the when the were, lights were <laughs> on. The arms were still up.
0: <laughs> One time we were driving home from a ball tournament. And some guy um what did he do? He waved at you or something? He no, gave me a thumbs he up. He gave
2: me a thumbs down, thumbs down. And I was pissed. And
0: she flew into a like a, a fit of fury. <laughs> well, I'd rather full rage.
2: I'd rather a middle finger. A thumbs down means they're disappointed. And I don't want to disappoint anyone. She
0: was blind with rage. Yeah. I was
1: pissed. Okay, well, do we have our answer? Thank you, Grant. You're we welcome. appreciate
0: it. What
2: about that time? We almost got sideswiped.
0: Yeah, and I drove he like... He actually maneuvered his little car around it pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I drifted out of necessity and avoided an accident. So, thanks for bringing that one up. Just don't get him to drive standard. Really? No, I'm
2: fine <laughs> with standard, I, I don't want to talk about standard. I've never been able to do it in my life, so can't go there. Appreciate it, grand. <laughs> yeah,
1: Thank you for checking out the show. That would be Madonna's Material Girl. If you're a material girl, you probably don't spend a lot of time shopping at thrift stores, but uh, every once in a while you hear a story about a massive find.
2: I I don't have the patience to yeah. even try and look. I'm like the grumpy grandpa that stands outside the store waiting for everyone to be done. And then go, where'd you get me? Oh, you didn't get me anything?
1: <laughs> oh, there was nothing that reminded me of me When you come out. That's a bit of a stretch. Come on. Um, There's a lady who just bought few months ago, uh, $3.99 vase mm-hmm. And how much is it worth? It's a rare Italian masterpiece valued at over $107,000 American is what she just sold it for. Okay,
2: wait a minute. But like, how do people discover this? Do they take she it to a road liked show? It. But, no, do you, but do you take it to a road show? How do you get well, it appraised?
1: Somebody must have, my guess is she brought it home. And if she didn't have any idea that it was worth money, somebody else was probably over and said something like, Wow, this is a really cool piece. I wonder yeah. how much this is worth. True. And then she's like, well, I could go and get it checked, I guess. <laughs> it's probably worth five bucks. And then you walk in and it's $107,000. American.
2: Pe- the people that appraise it, are they just making it up? I kind of feel when I watch how the shows. Know? How do they know?
1: I mean, they study it. Like my nephew studied it. And like you dig deep into the history, the history of these things. That's yeah. pretty cool. Actually. You work at museums, you find out like yeah. the different writing and the different ways of engraving mean different years, and yeah. the older it is, and the better shape it's in, the more it's worth.
2: You know, historians are quite fascinating. One of my girlfriends is engaged to one, and he does tours and he travels all over the world to to just tell people about mm-hmm. artifacts and stuff. And he's not old, so it's just it is a really cool career path. Yeah. Huh.
1: But uh, that's a find. So I just wanted to ask at 780-784-7107 if anybody has a massive find. And I know we're not going to get any stories that compare to this. No, never. But I found an old oiler's jacket, but it was at the uh, antique mall, so it was already jacked up in price. Mm -hmm. But whoever would have found that previously. That's cool. I think I paid 200 bucks for it, and it's a jacket from, like, the 70s. that doesn't fit me right.
2: I wonder how much my <laughs> Oilers jersey would be worth. You know which one I'm talking about? It's actually from the 70s. Um, so I, quote-unquote, borrowed it from one of my girlfriends. It's her dad's, and yeah. he has had it since the 70s. And it's, like, an actual vintage Oilers I think it's jersey. it's one of that their that old they
1: use, practice jerseys. They would, yeah. practice,
2: they would practice in it, yeah. I should probably give that back. I bet, like... To be
1: honest, this is going to probably hurt your feelings, but I don't think you'd be able to get more than 60 bucks for it. You're just
2: jealous. You're just jealous it doesn't fit you.
1: This text says, our neighbor bought a mechanics book for cars. Can't remember the name, but a pretty popular one for an old truck he needed to work on. Paid $0.75 for it. Envelope inside contained $500 cash.
2: Dang. Do you keep it? Do you keep it? Did you keep the cash?
1: Yeah. What, are you going to take it back to the thrift store? You know the employee's just keeping it? It's not not like you bought it off the person. (gasps) Right. If you found an envelope or like an heirloom or something that was unintentionally packaged with something else that you bought from someone, Mm -hmm. then maybe you go back and say like, hey, I found this. You know,
2: you hear so many stories of couches full of money. You really do. Maybe worth it. Next time you're... Second ad store and there's couches Bring a pocket knife And uh, see what you can find
1: Less and less I would imagine though (laughs) Like now nobody's using cash anymore That's true Even my daughter was looking for Yes they
2: are If it's sketchy money It's cash
1: My daughter was looking for some change the other day Because she needed to get a certain amount To buy something she wanted And she was scouring the house. And I remember
2: when I was a kid, it was just everywhere. Well, it was all over the laundry room because your dad's dad's jeans were full of toonies, right? And then mom would do his laundry and she would dump them out on top of the washing machine. And I would go to town and then go get myself a slush puppy. No big deal.
1: This text says, I found a roll of a hundreds and a baggie of blow inside the battery of a compartment of an old radio. I was getting for an art project. I ended up with 600 bucks cash, and I threw away the drugs. I didn't want to risk it. Yeah, good idea. Good call. (laughs) Wow, these are some cool texts that are rolling in.
2: Speaking of cash, did you hear that piggy banks are back in, though? Like, kids want... You know how everything comes back? Yeah. And, like, it started with those chokers from the 90s. We saw all the kids wearing them. Mm -hmm. Now, what is it? There's other things. Um, Oh, I mean, rocking Around the Christmas Tree is number one on the... Charts right now it hasn't been since the 60s. Kids are loving it, they're streaming it every day. Now, apparently, piggy banks are coming back, so that means money's coming back. Yeah, yeah.
1: This text says, uh, 1996 Olympics windbreaker. I've never sold it because I like it too much.
2: Oh my gosh, what were we talking about this morning, Ryder? If anyone goes to an antique store and sees the Jonathan Taylor Thomas calendar
1: 1996 96 any calendar from 1996 well, yeah, yeah but lines like, up with this year lines up.
2: so if you have a vintage one from 96 that you loved that's in storage covered in dust dust it off and hang it back up because like Ryder said the dates add up yeah that's so funny are
1: you cool if I hang up the one I've got from
2: 1996
1: Paul Abdul no it's uh it's a playboy one just a ton of sets uh,
2: Ryder, so, we don't call them sets. That's disrespectful. Well,
1: I just wanted to know if you're okay with that hanging up in the kitchen.
2: Yeah, It's fine. Just don't say there's a bunch of sets in the kitchen.
1: Well, there, I think there's 12, 13, because the cover, 13 sets.
0: There's <laughs> another list of seven
2: somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven and seven.
1: For those inquiring, we will be bringing back Tis the Sis merchandise next Christmas.
2: Yes, we will. And it's patented... So don't even think about it.
1: We've got a few requests for what are we bringing out this year as we started with I know. I don't know, sweaters.
2: We've done sweaters, blankets, mitts, um
1: scarves, uh, toques. Yeah.
2: So next year maybe we do everything and then we'll put all the money towards charity. Wouldn't that be great? Especially over the holidays, maybe like the Christmas bureau or something. Let's brainstorm. Anyway, to all the OGs listening, thank you for all of the honorable mentions coming in. Like R, who wrote in saying, I'm an OG. I'm getting Starbucks every morning this week because tis the sis.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much, to explain tis the sis, correct me if I'm wrong. Please. It's just a play on tis the season, but with a bit more edge.
2: Well, and saying tis the season always bothers me because it doesn't rhyme. So right. saying tis the sis is so fun. Mm-hmm. And it's basically an excuse to get away with whatever you want leading into the holidays. Okay, so we're going to count down the top seven things to say Tis the Cis about this week in particular. Tis the Cis to say happy holidays to everyone you you encounter, even if you don't like them. Because it feels good. Okay. Happy holidays. Oh, you don't like that one?
1: No, I think we can do better.
2: I know. I actually don't know why I wrote wrote that one down. I think that was a mistake.
1: Yeah, you were hustling. I
2: think that was a mistake. Here's one. Number six. Tis the Cis. To rack up those points cards because you're doing most of your last minute shopping at a drugstore. Okay, that's you just a good swipe one. Swipe it tis the sizz. Tizzy tizzy tis Tiz. tis the sizz to throw out all your old socks with holes in them because you know new ones are on the way. New ones are on the way.
1: Mm, clear that sock drawer tis the sizz.
2: Tis the sizz to peek into gift bags.
1: Yeah, we had it this way week. tougher when we were younger. Yeah, no, hey? you can
2: see everything. It's yeah. So easy. All all a little you gotta- bit of tissue paper. Ooh, I'm so scared. What a threat. <laughs> yank see the gift put it back done nobody even knows tis this is tis this is number 3 tis this is to say yeah we'll circle back in the new year in every single email if you have a meeting this week cancel it what are you doing if you're a manager or a leader and you have your staff sitting in a meeting this week grow up
1: what if you're like retail
2: oh yeah true you probably
1: need a big meeting to get everybody fired up
2: or all the volunteers that are working at the world juniors game they probably have meetings all week. Exactly. Eh, tis the sis to mail it in. You're not actually listening. They're in Sweden
1: this year, the World Juniors. Tis the sis. Tis the
2: sis.
1: Don't have to worry about it.
2: Tis the sis to re-gift what you hated in the office gift exchange.
1: Mm-hmm. Get rid of it.
2: And in first place, coming in at number one, tis the sis to add Baileys to your coffee at the office. I mean, it's December 20th. It is
1: the 20th. It's
2: Christmas.
1: <laughs> it's Christmas dating. Nothing matters. Much.
2: Like, nothing matters, you guys. Like, you're going in to work today to work on a project No.
1: You're going in to get get drunk with your buddies. Honestly,
2: (laughs) it's circle back season. Just the other day, Ryder's like, I'm going to need you to uh, make a compilation of all of our best moments so we can uh, post it at the end of the year. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's Circle back season? I'm not doing anything.
1: I This was two weeks ago I asked that. You were tis the season already way too early.
2: I've already down six bottles of Bailey's.
1: (laughs) We want to talk about unconventional parenting. Just like little things that you've implemented that just seem to work for you. Mm -hmm. As I am getting sick and tired of picking up wet towels off the ground that have to then go in the laundry when they could have been used again. So
2: every time your daughter showers, you say, make sure you pick up your towel after. And she's like, yeah, yeah, never does.
1: Well, and like it was clothes and towel. She seems to have gotten better with putting her clothes in the laundry. Okay. But the towel still is just on the floor, wet. And I posted yesterday on my Facebook saying that I have this new method that I'm going to implement.
2: And you think it's foolproof? I think it could work.
1: Every time she leaves a towel wet on the ground, (laughs) I will replace it. I'm going to hide all the full-size towels. I'm going to replace it with a smaller towel. So we're going from like full-size bathroom towel... Into like one of those smaller beach ones next.
2: Yeah, that's fine. That'll Still work.
1: works. And then we'll go into like a probably a larger tea towel, mm-hmm. and then a smaller tea towel, and then a doily. <laughs> doily. We might mix in a face cloth in there at yeah, some yeah. point. You got to have for the face doily, cloth. probably.
2: Yeah. Good luck with that.
1: Anyway, i th- I think it might work. I think at some point she's gonna go. Okay, if I do hang it up, then I'll go bigger size. <laughs> for the next, you know, I'll reintroduce larger size towels. So
2: what have you implemented in your household mm. that is working for you?
1: A lot of uh, comments on my Facebook page saying that they need to implement this with their husband. Oh, that's so funny. And apparently a lot of towel levers. Well,
2: it's the people that put the socks on the ground right beside the laundry bin. That's what does it for me. Like, what are we? No, it, no. It's, no. it's We're right not... there.
1: We're not... Changing this into Lisa complains about Ryder. It's what, a thing. No, this is, that's a complete veer off.
2: But actually, what is going through your head when you. Do no, that? no, no, no. Actually, no, like genuinely, what is going through your head when you take your socks off and place them beside a laundry bin? Like, I, honestly, what is it fun? Is it funny? It's not funny. Well, what's the goal?
1: I usually take them off and then I kick them towards the laundry bin. Oh basket. my
2: gosh. Sa- you five
1: saves me a bend over and oh. then when i go to do the laundry i bend over and i grab the socks and then grab the basket mm. anyway that again we're talking about unique parenting styles right now <laughs> sherry says uh this is brilliant it only gets worse from here signed mum of teenage girls
2: well with teenage girls keep in mind my poor father had three daughters So when we got to the teenage years and we started wearing makeup and using hairspray and several different um, brushes on our hair, the bathroom, you couldn't even see the countertops. Yeah. You can't see the countertops when you have teenage girls. There is so much stuff and none of us knew how to put it away properly.
1: No, you You just leave it out. You just didn't do it. Well,
2: because we're using it all the time. So why put it away when I'm just going to pull it out again? You know,
1: Robin says, I have an eyeglass towelette. You could borrow. That's a good one. That could be after the doily. <laughs> Wait, a what? An
2: eyeglass? What? are you, like, clean your glasses with yeah. it? Yeah. That is so good. I love that.
1: Uh, Carmen says, my daughter will be drying off with a doily by Friday. Okay,
2: I think Liz has leveled up. You don't have to actually go through with purchasing smaller towels. Listen to this. Okay. Put her wet towel on her pillow. Is there anything worse than a wet pillow? Yeah. And then it gets go, moldy. No, she'd go
1: find another pillow. She'd go find another pillow. Yeah. You know? Then I have to hide the pillows, too? I don't like it. Thanks for coming out, though, Liz. Yeah, that's was a good effort. Unique parenting methods. What do you got for us?
2: So I have an empty gum pack so that when they ask me for gum throughout the day, like a 100 times every day, I can show them the empty one uh, and tell them that I don't have any more, and then I don't have to share with them the gum that I actually (laughs) do have.
1: Well, the price of gum these days...
2: It's a third. It's a third. So, yeah, we can't just be throwing that around.
1: Exactly. It is
2: one of the best parent <laughs> hacks I've ever heard. Yeah, really yeah. funny. Follow me for more life hacks.
1: <laughs> okay, sounds great. I'd just like to point out that you're being a little bit unfair. I started singing, having fun, and you said, oh, I actually got a headache coming on. I do have a headache. That's on. a lie. No, it's not. You just didn't want to hear me sing.
2: Why don't you showcase how you were singing and let the audience decide. Hello! Dark holes, baby. Congratulations, you gave Edmonton a headache I didn't even know that was possible Okay, so we're talking about kids not hanging up their wet towels And Nicole wrote in saying, yes, Ryder, I need this conversation My kids either leave them on the bedroom floor or on their bed Or on the floor in the bathroom Infuriating, for sure
1: So I'm just going to progressively give her smaller and smaller towels Let her know what the rules are and every time she leaves a wet towel, smaller towel it is.
2: We have to give a shout out to Linda. First time texture on the show.
1: Welcome to the show, we Linda. Love to see
2: it. Actually, moved here from Quebec a year ago. Best decision ever. New to the show. Love it.
1: I believe it's pronounced uh, Quebec. Quebec.
2: Quebec. And Linda says if my kids don't hang up their wet towels, I make sure that there are no towels available when mm. they take their next shower. So you just completely eliminate them.
1: Makes for some pretty awkward situations if you have company.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) you got to shake off like a dog in the bathroom. Sorry.
1: End up going through a lot of toilet paper.
2: So this has kind of been extended now to just unconventional parent tips, Mm -hmm. hacks. R wrote in saying, if I'm ever drinking pop, soda, Coca-Cola, whatever it is, whatever is your vice, your preference, she said she started putting it in her coffee mug then her kids never ask for a sip. Oh. You are a genius. You're yeah. so smart.
1: Thank you cuz I had the coldest. I found a can of Coke, uh Coke Zero in the back of my mini fridge and oh, it was oh, it perfect. was almost
2: frozen. It's like a perfect temperature. You can't have any type of Coke if it's only been in the fridge for one day. It's not good enough.
1: It's got to marinate for a bit. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, it was perfect temperature. I put it in a glass with some ice too it was just the coldest drink i've ever had my kid asked for a drink a sip and then she's holding the mug with two warm hands yeah and just doing little like baby sips like mm, mm, mm. Mm. i watched it for about a minute before i swore at it yeah
2: like just disrespecting the drink
1: yeah (laughs) it's like go get your own you little idiot
2: hey
1: what sometimes she needs to hear it (laughs) 780-784-7107, Seven eight oh seven eight four seven one oh seven, what is your unconventional parenting move?
0: Our oldest son, he's only three and a half, so doesn't totally understand everything. So and he hates he hates having a bath or any like being sprayed with water or anything like that. So we keep a spray bottle handy and basically just threaten to spray <laughs> and he stops doing what he's doing almost immediately.
2: I'm pretty sure this is a tactic that dog owners use. <laughs>
0: Yes, that could be, but uh, we've implemented it in different ways.
2: And it works! <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sure there's some psychologists that would hate that one, but here we are.
2: Oh, there's several people screaming at the radio right mm. now.
1: And about me calling my daughter an idiot. Little idiot. Little Yeah, never, <laughs> never forget. Makes it less... Uh, we were all
2: here, we all heard
1: it. Less ugly if you throw little in front of it. <laughs>
2: 1K Wordplay. Brought to you by Out of Bounds Restaurant.
1: We are joined by Amanda. Did you uh, hear yesterday when we gave away the thousand bucks, Amanda? Yes, I did. Were you a little bit jealous that wasn't you?
2: <laughs> yes, I was very, because I got the exact same answers. Really? Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, today's yeah. your time to shine. Let's make it happen. Okay.
1: Yeah. So you're going to choose a teammate, either Lisa or myself, who will leave the room. We're then going to give you five words. You tell us the first word that comes to mind for each. We'll invite your teammate back in who hasn't heard any of round one. They'll play the same game for every word that matches or answer the matches. It's 25 bucks. Hit them all, and it's 1000
2: Amanda, who's your teammate this morning? Uh, go with Ryder. Okay, I like this. I am okay. pumped about my words today. So let's make history. <laughs> let's try yes. to give away $1,000 two days in a row. Oh, my gosh. Okay. okay. Amanda, I'm starting your 25-second timer right after I say the first word, best of luck. What comes to mind when I say, dolly? Warehouse. Santa. Christmas. Lock. Locker. Wag. Tail. Ornament. Tree. Good job. And still lots of time left on the clock. Let's get your teammate back in here. I know. (laughs) Hey, you know what? We're winning money. I'm telling you right now. We might not be making history today, but that's okay. Ryder, are you ready? Let's get it. Be a good teammate, okay? (laughs) Do your best. Yeah. Amanda deserves it. What comes to mind when I say ornament? Tree? 25 bucks, Amanda. (laughs) Yeah. Wag Tail $50 Santa Claws Christmas (laughs) This is when it starts to get really tough This is when it gets tough Lock Yeah Key Locker No Okay Last but not least Dolly (laughs) Move What?
1: (sighs) Move? Yeah, like you use a dolly to move?
2: Oh, no. She said warehouse. I was thinking Dolly Parton. I thought like that was like the only answer, but I guess not. I mean, it just goes to show that your mind can kind of panic, especially with that 25 second timer. Yeah.
0: I didn't panic.
1: That was a good answer. I guess.
2: Amanda, (laughs) you picked up 50 bucks. Thanks for playing Ryder and Lisa's 1K. Thanks, guys. Cheers.
1: Your next chance to play is tomorrow morning at 7.50. And with a lot of people having this week off, yeah. your best chance to get through maybe all year honestly, is coming up the next couple days. So I, I, uh, never, I
2: never even thought about it like that. So yeah. yeah, just make sure you're listening for that cue to call or text. Little tips to help with anxiety. I actually have a girlfriend that just texted me. Please send me the list. I'm going into my appointment right now, but I'd love to know. And mm. it is true. Like a lot of people suffer from it, whether it's mild or severe. Any, or it any could, little like, could come help. in waves. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I know for me, I had never really experienced it, like, anxiety or panic attacks or anything of the sort, until um, after my divorce, I got the new house. I would uh, have my daughter, mm-hmm. and then her mom or stepdad would come and pick her up. And, like, as she'd drive away, I'd just get flooded with this anxiety. And I think it was... Like a core parenting need. Mm. Like my, I, did, I didn't know what to do with myself because I was no longer needed to to parent. And it was, I don't know what I was talking myself into it being or whatever. But well, had, yeah,
2: you, you almost feel like you're losing control.
1: Yeah, it was strange. Uh, because I didn't know where to put my energy.
2: You knew she was in good hands. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. when you When you become a parent, I'm sure that there's that, there's that sense of protection at all times.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, and somebody suggested think about getting a dog. And maybe like that can just be like where your need for looking after something or taking care of a being mm-hmm. can be put. Uh, it literally washed away that anxiety and panic.
2: Gordon's your therapy dog.
1: L- like literally, it was gone, mm-hmm. which was so nice because like I was thinking about. Maybe getting into medication, and I'm yep. not big on meds if I don't need them. And
2: if you are, that's fine, too. That's a great option. Um, For sure. Yeah,
1: mine is, is so small compared to what some people well, do. Well, you, don't, with, you
2: don't even take an Advil when you're hungover. It infuriates me. I might quit whining and take an Advil. And you're like, I don't I don't like taking Advil. I'm like, well, then you're not allowed to complain about I your le- hangover.
1: I let my body heal itself. Thank you very much. Who gets worse hangovers?
2: Hmm? Well, that's genetics. Okay. I take a nighttime gravel, and I shut up. (laughs) You don't, (laughs) though. Okay, so, um, thank you to everyone that's texting in with their suggestions. Carmen actually says a weighted blanket can help a lot, Mm. not just for sleeping, but I think that weight Ah, can feel like a barrier or like some sort of protection. And uh, Carmen says that she lays with her blanket on her and does some mindful breathing exercises. Keep in mind, you can find a plethora of things like this on YouTube. Mm -hmm. There's apps you can download. There's lots of resources.
1: There's a new one that's just surfacing that people say work for just like short-term, little bit of help. Not to replace, you know, a treatment. Mm -hmm. But here it is, is a doctor talking about it.
0: When you're eating a sour candy, it can help with the feelings of anxiety. As you're zooming down that spiral of panic, sour candy in some cases has been shown to ground you and to bring you into the current moment, which can help you with the symptoms of anxiety. So there are some benefits to doing this, but it's not a replacement, of course, to treatment, but it can help you alleviate those symptoms in times of need.
2: So it would be kind of smart to just have sour candies on you at all times as almost like a security blanket, because that's what my doctor told me when I got my anxiety pill. She's like... Honest, honestly, most of my patients don't even take them, but having them on them is that sense of security. Mm. And it was the same thing for me.
0: Interesting. Like I, just
2: having them on my, in my purse was really all I needed for those moments where I thought uh, yeah. I was spiraling a little bit. This doctor
1: breaks it down a bit more as to why sour candies work. Okay. And I found this really
0: interesting. Well, it forces you to pay attention (laughs) to what's going on. It
2: forces you to pay attention in the moment, and it also uh,
0: stimulates, you know, your salivary glands, which can take you from fight or flight to rest and digest, which helps you to relax.
2: Okay, I love this. Isn't that interesting? Oh my gosh, I need some more heads. Leandra wrote in saying, "I swear by acupuncture to treat my anxiety and depression when I was pregnant, um, and when I was 19 months postpartum." I just feel like I have zero need to go back on the medication I was on. Awesome. Uh, Jen says, I have parking anxiety, especially if I've never been to the place. It's brutal. And you know what? That is such a valid thing because when I, whenever I would host my book club, mm-hmm. a lot of women would reach out and say, but is there parking? Because I'm not coming if there's not parking. And and I do think that stems from parking anxiety. They They need a heads up if there's a safe space for them to ah. park. Well, I've because, never even thought well about if that. you think about a lot of places downtown, unfortunately, you yeah. know, it's it's tough to find a spot to park. So people will just not go to things. Um, Jen goes on to say, I have to prepare for it. I call days in advance to see um, something that I take that helps me is called Sip Relax. So that's an option. Seems like lots of options coming in on the text and have different S- things that people take.
1: Something that I take that helps me is Sip Low Whiskey.
2: No, right. Just a right. Sit,
1: Just a sip.
2: Just one sip. <laughs> Uh, Anna says I really got into mojo gummies. They're great. They're made from herbal mushrooms. You take them to help focus with energy They're not the funky mushrooms. I swear
1: (laughs) Um, The other one that I could suggest is and I think this is pretty obvious But sometimes people will carry their anxiety between their shoulders Mm -hmm. and going and getting a massage Like sometimes it's more physical than you Than you think you think Mm -hmm. it's mental and like why am I breathing like this?
2: Everything's connected,
1: but yeah If you release that stress, especially in between those shoulders, like, sometimes it just helps so much.
2: Monica wrote in saying, I do this when I'm in public or before I make any big decision. The STOP acronym, it stands for stop, take a breath, observe, then proceed. Mm -hmm. I like that.
1: Talking anxiety, and if you have any just little tips and tricks... Obviously, if it's something that's affecting your life in a negative way, you should talk to somebody about it.
2: Yeah, Lindsay wrote in saying, thank you so much for talking about this on air. It's so important, especially around the holidays. It's true. You know, we need to remember and give some people a little bit more grace. You're going to run into a couple Grinches here and there around the holidays. Mm-hmm. And just remember, it could be their own inner anguish or anxiety even that's coming through. It can be tough for a lot of people around the holidays. Not everyone loves... The jolly Christmas season it's hard for a lot of people yeah so we're brainstorming ways to sure. um, help not necessarily cure but just help mm-hmm. ease a little bit of anxiety
1: this after on good morning America they were talking about uh, how sour candies like extremely sour candies are really helping some people mm-hmm. with like slight panic attacks with anxiety 780-784-7107, T says quit drinking. Mm-hmm. And I know that's been a monster, monster change for a lot of people in my life who did deal with anxiety, especially if they were drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. You clean that up, you're sleeping better, feeling better. You don't wake up and are embarrassed about how much you drank the night before. Like it just all really helps. Yeah. So I uh, I think that's a great text from T U.
2: This one from Justine says CBT, which is a therapy you can do on your own and it can rewire your brain. And I'm sure there are so many options for you to practice this with, like yeah. on, on YouTube for free. Well and just
1: finding a therapist. Quite often you don't even realize that your your company might cover for you to go and, and speak with somebody. You may have, you know, uh mental health spending account.
2: Uh, Absolutely worth inquiring about it.
1: 100%. And
2: and guaranteed no judgment coming from up above. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, Like it's a
2: natural, normal thing to discuss, or at least it should be.
1: And if you don't mesh with your first therapist, go find another one. Yeah. Like, that's a...
2: You're shopping around.
1: A lot of people will go to therapy.
2: Well, I'm pretty sure that don't you have... There's the initial meeting is... Mm -hmm. What's the word?
1: Consultation? That's the word. I don't know where you were going, but I knew the word. That's the word. Okay, so you just said consultation. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it uh if it doesn't seem like it fits, I know a lot of people just end up giving up on therapy in general cuz it wasn't a fit, but
2: it, it, you got to put the work in. Yeah. It's hard.
1: 780-784-7107.
2: Uh this uh unconventional suggestion on ways to maybe um help an anxiety attack cold water even just splashing your face it can help you interesting go for a walk when the sun is still out can help boost your mood
1: especially here oh my gosh we, we don't do get, outside get enough enough, vitamin D we don't get enough vitamin so d. i've
2: been going every week to get a vitamin d shot and apparently it's good because honestly in alberta you're supposed to be taking like five vitamin d pills a day mm. minimum and nobody's doing that like it's so much work to right. take, remembering to take your vitamins and stuff, and it's it's crucial for for.
1: I know mag- mood. magnesium glycinate is really good for anxiety as your well. Your shoulders
2: can relax when you take that. You sleep better at night. Now, magnesium glycinate, I've noticed you can't just find it in a, a drugstore. Okay. I've never found it in just your average drugstore. So look it up online. You can order it on, on Amazon. I know Metagenics has it, so you can find that in some... Um, offices in like the waiting room and stuff
1: best of luck out there though getting through the holidays this
2: we're here for you virtual hug my name is Brianne I'm calling about the uh, tips and tricks for
1: anxiety yeah so um, I learned something recently that if
2: your brain is overthinking if you simply just say what do I want to think about next I've noticed that your brain goes blank wow Hmm. yeah so that kind of helps with me like if i'm trying to fall asleep or something i just say well i'm thinking too much what do i want to think about next and your brain's like duh i don't know my
1: answer would always be jennifer lawrence
2: fried chicken jennifer lawrence holding a bucket of fried chicken (laughs) 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 and that would probably help
1: it would help (laughs) Thank you for the call We appreciate it
2: Yeah, no problem Have a great day Happy holidays, girl Thank you, you too
0: (laughs) The Ryder and Lisa Podcast
2: Brought to you by Yeg Property Pros Powered by Real Broker Get a realtor who knows Call the pros Play 107